be able to hear me. Please let me know that you can hear me okay, because I just realized one of my settings was incorrect. But good morning, good morning, good morning. My name is Latasha Martin. If this is the first time you ever see me on live stream, I just want to say welcome. If you're in our Facebook group, which is where I really love for everyone to be, which is called Connect, Collaborate, Create. It has the logo just like this one here above me. Um, and what I do each morning, Monday through Friday, is give a motivational moment with a biblical foundation. We also have some podcast listeners who are on the podcast, Power to Choose. And then also, I know I sound like an infomercial person this morning, but check out our YouTube channel. It's just Latasha Martin. Um, there's been some updates to it, and I'm excited about that. So let's jump into a word of prayer and talk about our message today, which is, what are you working on? What are you working on? Dear Lord, we thank you so much for the new revelation of, uh, of a, familiar, a, a familiar scripture, God. Lord, I am so thankful that you reminded me of something today. Um, you even are showing me things as uh, situations are happening uh, within my life, within my business, uh, within my relationships. And I'm so grateful. God, I pray that this message encourages somebody who may know this scripture and may even be feeling like they are intentional, but yet they're not getting the results that they know that you would have them have. They're not getting the results that give them peace beyond understanding. And they're not getting results because they're not confident enough to lean into and press into the idea of in their weakness, you are made strong. And so Lord, we thank you today for allowing us one more opportunity to look into the word of God and to be encouraged by each other's experiences. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. 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 So thank you, Idolin, for letting me know that you could hear me okay. Uh, I've learned some stuff over the last couple of weeks and even more so over the last 24 hours. And so today's message had me really giggling because when I woke up this morning, yesterday, I was just like, oh, wow, God, like you do speak, but sometimes we're not listening. And so the title for today is called, What Are You Working On? What are you working on? And this is uh, the scriptural reference that we have. It kind of goes in different places, but the primary key verse is James 3, I'm sorry, James 2, 26. And it says, as the body without a spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Let me say that again. As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. And so when sometimes in other translations, you'll hear faith without works is dead. Hey, good morning, Shannon. And last night I was uh, actually producing a call for a church and the pastor kept talking about faith and works. And I was like, that is so true. That is so true. There are many of us who do have faith and we are working, but God gave me a new revelation yesterday. And one of them was, how are we spending and how are we working? And then how are we working in alignment with his purpose for our life? And so if you are a person who is goal-oriented, so if you know some goal-oriented persons, people, just go ahead and say, yep, that's me, or number one, if that's you, if you are a goal-oriented person. And what it happens is, is that if you're goal-oriented or task-oriented, typically that behavior is lined up with to-do list for the day, or there's some specific project that you're working on. And so recently, as you know, I hired a part-time young guy to help me with my specific technical things. Like that is why um, I hired him was to help me with some technical activities that I could do, but I don't have the capacity to do if I truly want God to grow my business. Hear that. 
I could do them, but I can't do them if I want the business to grow. And so what God was showing me in real time as this young man has been working, and it's so funny, his work ethic is off the charts, but I know there's some there's a big learning curve on some fun, fundamental ways on how I have to do business. Because whenever you hire people, if you want to hire them right and not frustrate them, you need to have processes, you need to have tasks that they can complete so that they can feel like they're winning. But what God had to show me was Latasha, the reason that you are getting a little frustrated with this new hire is because you have to approach work differently. You see, I am a task-oriented person. Each day, my schedule's pretty locked in. I wake up in the morning, I spend my time with God, and like all the things or the major goals that I need to accomplish each day are on my calendar, literally on my calendar. And what God had to show me once someone new came to the team Latasha needed to make some adjustments. Anybody realize you ever work with a team and you're like, I could have got further without this team because it slows me down. So the revelation of what God was saying to me is, is that if you're looking at my purpose, right? And you're looking at the teamwork makes the dream work. There's some things that I need you to examine. And so the first thing he challenged me on is, he said, if you've got these goals right here, that you really say are your goals, connected to what my purpose is and where your business needs to go, what I want you to do is I want you to look at your calendar and then I want you to see why you're not getting results. I said, what does that mean, God? Like, what are we talking about? And he took me into this faith without works is dead, but then he also backed up the, t- the, packed up the scripture, right? And it says in the 14th verse, it says, what good is it, my brother, if a man claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can have can such faith save him? Suppose a brother or sister without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to him, go, I wish you well and keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about his physical needs, what good is it? Now, you might be saying, how is she connecting that task? Because what God is showing me, God is showing me is If you're working on stuff that doesn't line up with the current resources that you have, all you're going to get is frustrated. Mm. If you're trying to work things the way you've always worked them solo, and I'll mind you, I've had teams in the past. And what I realized was some common themes because Latasha has all this stuff in her head and she's working on all these projects and a good leader recognizes that you have to take the talent that you have and plug them into where they need to plug in. But there's a process that goes along with that. So what God was showing me is, is that just like it wouldn't make sense if someone came to you and said they were hungry or someone came to you and said, I want to serve. And then you think I want to serve, but, and this is the exact words I use with the young man. I really need you to do some things to help the business, but I also want to help you grow. That's not why I hired him to help him grow and learn some stuff about what his personal goals are. I hired him so that he can help the business move forward. And in that process, when he does those tasks, he then can learn. Hear what I just said, because some of us get tripped up on that. We have a purpose that God is calling us to. 
we have resources and another theme that is showing up, not just in my business, but as I start now start to reflect on some of the leaders I've worked with, there's a misalignment on their faith stuff and their confidence because their confidence in people is trying to help them, but they're not trying to plug them into what it is they were hired for so that the agenda of the business can move forward. Now, why is this this new revelations and how am I connecting this to faith without works is dead? Because I've said this in idling, you've heard me say this so many times because the faith and the stuff that you are doing to get you to the level of success that you have right now is not gonna be the same things that's gonna take you to the next level of success of what God wants you to do. Hear that? What got you here may not get you there. I learned that from my coach. Actually, I learned that from Cindy Naughton, who is the woman that I interviewed last week on Career Chats. And what God is showing me in real time is, is that I need to surrender my, my, my need for control on things. So I was even laughing yesterday with Career Chats because yesterday Career Chat was with Philip Edge. And I have been working with Philip for at least the last four and a half years. He's like my main go-to person if I have big technical projects. And I was laughing to myself because I lost control. So I have faith in the technology. I have faith in my abilities, but I lost control because there were some things going on. And it wasn't until I was on that career chat that God had to have me examine how I was doing work. You see, because I have all the technical tools, but there were some fundamental things that I've recently learned since school started. Well, what is that, Latasha? Well, what I've been working on is I've been working on up in my technology game. I have a different laptop. I have different lighting systems. I have a different setup in my office. But what God has shown me over the last few weeks since school started, if you are a customer of Spectrum, there's some funny stuff going on with your internet speed, probably because there's masses of people who are spending a lot of time on services and they are so the internet speeds and everything are being affected. So yesterday I had to sit there and say, Latasha, why are you not having certain results? And so what I had to do is I had to go back and say to myself, how are you working on? What are you working on? I was working on the wrong things. It wasn't my technical techni technology stuff that needed to be upend. It was my internet speed that needed to be challenged and looked at. But had I had not had a conversation with somebody to really make me and force me to look at how I was approaching work, I was working on the wrong thing. So I could have had all the faith in the world. But I would have been just like this person that says, if somebody comes to you and says you're hungry and you say, I'm going to pray for you, prayer does work. But prayer and intentions and how you're working, it all has to come together. I know this might not be making sense to some people, but if it's making sense to you, I want you to go ahead and say, yes, that makes sense. Maybe I need to look at how and what I'm working on. So here are the specific things. And I love this right here. She says, Shanna says, wow, training takes work, not faith. That is so real. Because sometimes we get frustrated with the resources that we have in our lives. But what I know is there are no coincidences. Sometimes the teams that you have are not the right fit. But sometimes as a leader, 
we're just not working with the resources that we have the right way. Good morning, Felicia. She says, yes, that makes sense. I'm glad that you're saying it makes sense. So now let's go into the application of things, okay? Let's go into the application of how God is showing me to look at what you're working on so that your faith can be intentional and it makes more sense. And sometimes you need an accountability source. Again, the purpose for Connect, Collaborate, Create is more than just the morning message. It really is to have people in this group connecting and collaborating because then it allows you to see your blind spots. It allows you to see that maybe the way you're approaching this doesn't make sense. And some of us don't want to open up our circles and work with others because that frustrates us. But again, I want to remind you today, saints, <laughs> what got you here may not take you there because as you are doing your work, the first thing I want you to do is look at your calendar. How are you spending your time? If you're spending your time the same way you spent your time five years ago or two years ago, hey, even pre-pandemic, and you're getting frustrated with the outcomes that are happening in your life, maybe you need to do some intentional time management. If that concept doesn't make sense to you, then you can connect with me because yes, I have a course that can help you with that. The next thing is you wanna take some time to evaluate the current state of what's going on with you. Like literally go somewhere and take some time to evaluate what's happening in your life. If you're saying, God, I know you want me to do some things with ministry, but I have to do too much in work and I have to do too much stuff, you know, teaching my kids. Maybe we need to evaluate that our faith shouldn't be in the confidence in ourselves, but our faith in our prayer should be, God, bring some people into my life to help me have more, like we talked about earlier this week, margin for my mission. But my comfort is being alone. My comfort is doing it by myself. And there's an African proverb that I've said often, if you want to go fast, go by yourself. But if you want to go far, you need to work with other people. So maybe that's the prayer when you're evaluating the current state. Maybe when you're looking at your calendar, maybe when you're looking at how you're spending your money, you're saying, oh, now I understand why I can't save up for this or I can't seem to get ahead of my bills. Since the pandemic, I've been using Instacart, not, with, not using it responsibly. I know for myself, I had to take a look at some stuff. When I called the cable company, I didn't just say bump up my internet. It was time for me to face one of those serious conversations, which is our cable bill is way too high and nobody watches cable really. Nobody really watches cable. So when I went in and I evaluated the current state of the situation, I had to say, God, for this season in my life, what do I need? And now I need to have faith that I'm gonna get a good deal. And my works are to have an intentional conversation about what it is that I need. And I learned some things in the process. I learned some things in the process. Cause letting go and trying something new, it gives you anxiety, even with changing how you do stuff. Can I make y'all giggle? Cause it is kind of funny to me. Cause if somebody would have told me this, I would have been like, are you crazy? I've been paying for a bundle with a phone, cable, and internet for years. And for at least the last two years, I've been saying, I don't even need a house phone. 
But for some reason in my brain, I couldn't let it go. I couldn't let it go. And so then yesterday, I'm like, why? Listen, it's so ridiculous. Why is it ridiculous? Because I haven't had a phone plugged into a phone line in the house for at least a year. I don't even have a house phone, like a physical phone, but I'm paying for a line. So when you're evaluating the current state of what's going on in your life and you're asking yourself, how do I have faith? Maybe you need to partner with somebody because they can challenge you with some tough questions about what you're working on. Because it might not be a faith thing. It could be like I'm praying for stuff and I'm saying I don't have things, but I do have those things if I would just look at my situation differently and I can't do it by myself. I know that that example may have sound crazy, but I want you to think right now in your life, is there some things that you just can't give up because of control that are no longer serving you well? Do I dare say, give me a number one, if that's you? Are there things in your life that are not serving you well? But it's a habit. And so you keep working on those things and it doesn't even matter. Your approach doesn't even matter. And so then it it took me into this last thing, which is if you're asking God and he's shown you something that's your purpose, we know we serve a God of order, but we also serve a God of results. Uh Uh-oh. Now, here's the kicker. I got to get closer to the mic when I say this. The results that he's showing may not always be quantifiable meaning that there's qualitative and quantitative get goals. That's the nerd side of me. Qualitative goals is there's a behavior shift and that happens over time. So an example for me is I used to literally, even though I walk five days a week, I would say three or four out of the five days, I would be battling in my mind, am I gonna walk? Last week, I made a decision that said walking is non-negotiable, so I don't even need to go through that struggle every day. I'm going to walk. And so once I released that and realized that I I can't, there's the the, the goal that I need to track is, did she walk five days? Because she said she was going to walk five days. Did I walk five days? Yes, I did. But the only reason that I could track that progress versus the other way I used to track it is, did I get up in the morning and get prepared to walk? Stop tracking that. That behavior shift literally was a mindset and I made a decision no longer. So now I don't battle about, am I going to walk five days a week? That's a non-negotiable. That was a qualitative shift that's happened through time. Now, the quantifiable thing is, Again, I said I was going to walk five days. Did I walk five days? Yes, I walked five days. So I can track that progress. Let's talk about other things. Let's say you got some relational goals, right? I see Idolin saying, yep, unfortunately, we need to check ourselves. Why do we keep doing it? We got some relational goals, right? Like I realized I got some serious control issues. So when I hired this new person, I hired someone that would be tech savvy. So typically when I hire someone, I'll give them equipment and I'll say, this is the way I want you to work. But what I realized is, is that this person was like, I got some really fast tools that can help me work more effectively. Again, how I always did it, 
isn't serving me well with how I need to do it moving forward. And so I was just having conversations with them. And I was just like, this is a really smart kid. Let me adjust how I am working because, again, I got control issues. There's ways that I've done it, but it's not serving me well. So how was I working? And so then yesterday I was like, oh, I see what I could have him work on. And now I can put a goal that I can track next to that. I need you to do 15 of these by the end of the week. So then I can measure in, in, in the, you know, the days that you're working, did you get 15 of them done? If you got them done, yes. If you didn't get them done, then we need to talk about that. Because the Latasha of the past wouldn't have a tangible goal. If you're getting frustrated with your teams, if you're getting frustrated in your relationships, if you're saying, I want more, let's say, cuddle time with our kids, or I want a certain type of thing to happen in my life with the relational things. So my husband and I, we used to have like when when our kids like were younger, younger, or all of them were in high school, date day was Thursdays because I'm like, Thursdays, I can figure this out. But as they got older, I realized if I want time with my husband, it's going to look different now. We only have one kid in school that's in high school. The other two are in college. And so we need to manage our time differently. That was a big, that's a big behavioral shift for me. Because I have to say, you know what, if I if the goal is that I want to spend more time with my husband, then I need to break away in the middle of the day because he works midnight and figure out what time of day works for us to be able to get together. Well, that requires me to relinquish control and how I work on things. I don't know if this is resonating with any of y'all, but any of you so stuck to what you're stuck to that you can't flex. So you're working on the wrong things. And when you work on those wrong things, you get frustrated because you're not getting a difference. And what I do know is we can't control anyone else but ourselves. And sometimes, yes, we need to want be the one that's always flexing, doing the matrix. We can't get hung up on the ability that we have to flex. We're the one who's aware that there's a problem. So then we need to flex and adjust so that the outcome that's connected to his purpose can happen. So then when I'm saying I have faith with works, my works and my faith and my prayers are lined up to things that are connected to his purpose. And I'm not getting sidetracked on majoring in the minors, stuff that doesn't matter. Is this making sense to anybody today? Say yes or no, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. So when we look at this text from James today, I do want you, I pray that God allows you to have fresh eyes on a familiar text if you've ever read it before. Going back to the beginning and saying, yeah, just like it doesn't make sense if somebody told me they were hungry. And this is what I know about relationships. Whether you want to hear it or you don't want to hear it, people that you love are telling you what they need. It's just, are you willing to flex to respond to, for the betterment of the relationship? Your business is telling you what it needs. Your career is telling you what it needs. But are you willing to flex and adjust and make some goals and have some faith aligned with your discomfort versus you doing the same things that you've always done? Because I would even say that faith without works, yes, it is dead, but works in the wrong place and working on the wrong stuff 
is just going to get you frustrated. So if you're frustrated right now, as you hear this message today, I want to really, really encourage you to go into this scripture. And if you're not a part of Connect, Collaborate, Create, and you're watching me somewhere else on Facebook or somewhere else on Periscope or somewhere else on, on YouTube, I would encourage you to join that group today and check out some of the members in the group, not to manipulate because that's not acceptable, not to sell to because that's not acceptable, to, to acceptable, but it is all about relational things that can help us connect and collaborate and create and be better versions of ourselves because we have a resource of hundreds of people that are sitting there who are saying by being connected to this group, I want to connect with you. I want to collaborate with you. I'd love to create bigger things with you. And that might be in a formal mentoring relationship. Or it might be saying, oh my gosh, I'm looking at that person over there and they're doing something that I'm interested in. And it might be an inbox or a direct message, not to sell, but to really say, hey, I'd love to you know, jump on the phone and jump on a Zoom with you and, and just ask you about a couple of things. And let us not be so guarded that everyone has a hidden covert mission. They might be able to show you that the things you're working on, why it's not serving you well. Things have changed. Things have changed and you didn't even realize it. There's been an evolution. I know that's new for me. The, the young man that I hired, he's in Gen Z. And I keep saying, I got to study that generation more because those are my kids, Gen Z. Anyone under 24, Gen Z, not a millennial. Different makeup, y'all, different makeup. But if I'm believing that teamwork makes the dream work, then I can't take my Gen X mentality to try to work with a Gen Z and think all is going to be well because I want to do things the way I want to do it. And I want to work on things how I want to work it. And then I get frustrated that I don't get results because I'm not flexing. I'm not responding to the current situations. So I pray that this helps you today. I know we serve a good God who is a consistent God who is sitting there saying, are you listening? Shannon, are you listening, Precious? Are you listening, Ida Lynn? Are you listening, Felicia? Are you listening, Nancy? But we're so busy doing what we're doing. And we're praying and we're doing faith and we're, we're trusting God, but we're not flexing and we're not working on the right things so we're not getting the results that I believe he desires for our lives. And some of those things that he wants to do are going to start right here with this person right here first. And as you learn those lessons, you just got to say, okay, God, I hear you. The word of God says, if you're spending time, it's like a double-edged sword. It cuts going in and the word cuts going out. Teamwork really does make the dream work when we're clear about the dream. Dear God, we thank you today for bringing us together, Lord, one more time to hear from you and reminding us what are we working on. So many of us have so much faith and we're working so hard, but we're not getting the results that you desire for our lives. And it just could be because we haven't taken the time to sit back and examine what we're working on, where we're spending our time, who God has brought into our lives that we're not even valuing to have them help us move to the place that you'd have us go. Dear, dear God, I pray right now, that you challenge that controlling spirit 
that we surrender our will to your way, that we're receptive to the relationships that are coming into our lives when people say they want to help or you give us the unctioning to help somebody, that the only agenda is that you are glorified. Dear God, I pray that we remove our minds that everyone is in this place of manipulation. Whether we feel we're being manipulated or we feel that maybe we feel like we're manipulating and that's not even what the person sees. So dear Lord, I pray that you protect us from ourselves and our foolish thoughts and our imposter syndromes and our our willingness to give up how we've always done it to surrender to the way that you'll have us do it today so that you can continue to do exceedingly and abundantly more than we could ever imagine. While at the same time, we have peace beyond all understanding. Even if we're afraid, we still trust our faith because we understand that God, you will never leave us or forsake us. And so God, today, I thank you for being amazing. Thank you for loving us. And thank you for reminding me of the importance of changing things to understand how do I serve well, God. And I thank you for all these things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and God bless. Have a great day. Amen. Bye-bye.